0: Guys, you're listening to the Simple Power podcast where we think practically about the presence and the power of God. I'm your host, Duke Lamastra, and let me just say that I'm so excited that you're here for my 50th episode. Thank you to everybody who's been a part of this in one way or another. I know recently there's been some of you that have been sharing these things out and promoting them on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, and I've definitely noticed A pretty major uptick in downloads especially over the past few weeks here so thank you so much for doing that and if this is beneficial to you if you find value here if you would continue to share these episodes out with uh, either just on your feed or with specific people that you know that you think can benefit from it i would really appreciate it we're just trying to reach as many people as we can with this podcast so thank you so much for being a part of this Really grateful that you're here and I'm really excited to jump into today's topic, this week's topic as well. I want to talk to you about the fact that you are an overcomer. You are born of God and whatever is born of God overcomes the world. I'll show you that scripture reference in just a minute. But look, I know that there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. Here in the United States where I live and I know that I have some listeners from some other countries as well. Really, really appreciate you guys tuning in from all over the world. It's awesome. But uh, in this country, there's just so much upheaval going on right now with the racial tension and the election coming up and just so much going on. But this whole world has been so touched by the events of coronavirus and by so many things that are just going on in the world right now. And. We can get into the mindset that the world has gotten into of fear and frenzy and frustration and so much confusion and just fear that is just running rampant and really controlling the minds and the thoughts of people all around the world. But I want to say to you that as a child of God, as one who is born again, literally born from above when Jesus talked to Nicodemus about being born again that phrase there in John chapter 3 literally means to be born from above and in John chapter 1 John wrote about being born of God you are you have been born not of the flesh nor of the will of man but you've been born of God you're born of God and you are born to overcome The world and to overcome the world, in order to overcome the world, meaning that means then just automatically, uh, common sense will tell you that that means that there are going to be some things to overcome. It's hard to say that you're an overcomer if you never have anything to overcome. Jesus said, Let me read you a verse here in John chapter 16, the last verse of that chapter. Verse 33, Jesus says, these things I've spoken to you. What things is he talking about? Well, among some other things, he had just gone through three chapters where he just talked about the Holy Spirit for a very huge portion Of John uh, chapters 14 15 and 16 talking about how he's going to be going away but sending the Holy Spirit to us how he's going to live inside of us and he's going to remind us of the things that he has spoken to us that Jesus had spoken to his disciples that he's going to lead us into all truth he's going to live inside of us that he's going to testify of Jesus that he is the one who comes to fill us with power that's who the Holy Spirit is and so he lives within us and so Jesus is like I've spoken these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. He goes on, you will have tribulation. You are going to have tribulation. He doesn't say you might, you maybe could. He says, you're going to have tribulation. You are going to enter into conflict. It's going to happen. But guess what? In me, you will have peace. Our operating system is not based on this worldly system. Even though we live here in the world, we don't operate based on the system or the system of thought of this world because we have been born of God. Paul tells us in Colossians chapter 3, the first three verses there are awesome. I, I just really encourage you to take a second and to go read it. But he says, To set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Which part of you died? The old nature. The sinful nature was crucified with Christ, nailed to the cross, You are a new creation in Christ Jesus, and you have been born again, made completely new, born of God. You are not a slave to sin. You're not a slave to that addiction. You're not a slave to what people say about you or your past or anything like that. You are born of God, completely renewed in your spirit. And so we are born of God. That means that we are overcomers. So Jesus said, I have overcome the world, He said that about himself in John chapter 16, verse 33 that we just read. And in First John chapter 5, verse 4, John writes, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. He goes on to say, And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. He says, Whatever is born of God overcomes the the world. Now you have been born of God. That means that by nature you are an overcomer. And again, it's hard to say that you're an overcomer if you never have anything to overcome. You and I, as God's people, we do not have the luxury to just sit back and to wallow around and think, woe is me, and to just succumb to whatever's going on around us because we've actually been born to overcome the world. So yeah, I admit that we're living in some pretty crazy times, right? But the solution is not to retreat. The solution is not to step back. The solution is not to say, oh, well, I guess we're just stuck here or whatever. It's not a solution to blame the devil for all the problems in the world. Like, I get it. He's behind a lot of the stuff that's going on negative in this world. But sitting there and blaming the devil for your problems and for why you can't do this and why you can't do that and why this isn't working in your life and – whatever. And it's not, we don't have the luxury to sit back and to blame the political system and to blame whoever is in political power and authority to blame a political party to blame any of that stuff. Like I get it. They're called excuses. Excuses are really nice. Sometimes like it's really nice to me sometimes to be able to just make an excuse and say, Oh, well I can't do this because, and to let myself off the hook. But guess what? Excuses do not help anybody. They never help you. All they do is they give you permission to be passive. They give you permission to not go forward. They give you permission to sell yourself short and to not experience the fullness of what God has for you. It's just an inferior way of thinking, an inferior mindset that does not come from God. It comes from the enemy because look, anything that is born of God overcomes the world. We actually have to take some responsibility as we walk through life. If you've been listening to this show lately, you've heard me talking a lot about the concept of rest and the fact that Jesus invites us into his rest and that we get to have peace and we get to experience him and experience his presence and that it's not about our works and the stuff that we do and all this kind of stuff, absolutely 100%. But that does not mean that is not an invitation to be passive. That's not an invitation to sit back and to do nothing. That's not an invitation to sit back and to just fall into the snare of, well, this is messed up and this isn't working. So I guess I'm just like, that's not what that is. It's an invitation to rest in the Lord, to rest in his promises. But part of resting in his promises is partnering with him and declaring his promises, reminding him about what he has said. Now, How many of you know that you don't need to remind God because he forgets, but the Bible invites us to remind him, to put him in remembrance, to declare things. That's what prayer is. When we pray, we commune with God. We have conversation with God. We talk to him about the things that are on his heart. And in that way, we partner with him. We're not reminding God of stuff because he forgets. We're reminding God ourselves sometimes because we forget but we're also just standing in agreement in partnership in the God-given authority that we have as his sons and his daughters to say okay God your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven I'm standing in agreement with you because I'm not like everybody else you know when I got born again I gave up my right to just sit back and to be passive and to not not believe you for stuff And so when the world is falling apart, I actually have to recognize that I was born for this moment. Let me just tell you that when the world is falling apart, that when everything seems like it's going wrong, whether it's in the world around you or even in your personal life. Like when, you, when you're on a job and everybody is like going crazy and they're losing their minds because there's layoffs and because there's issues and because it's like a toxic environment. Whatever the case is, wherever you find yourself in the midst of conflict, let me just tell you that as a child of God, as an overcomer, you were born for this moment. You were born for such a time as this. You were made for such a time in history as this And as the people of God, we have a right and we have, an, uh, we have a privilege and we have an authority. And therefore, we have a responsibility to stand up and to declare the word of God, to partner with his heart, to stay in agreement with heaven, to recognize what the spirit of God is doing and to partner with the heart of God for breakthrough. That's what we're here for. We're here for Breakthrough. We're here for breakthrough. We're not here to complain. We're not here to pity ourselves. We're not here to just wait until, oh, hopefully will this wave pass and then it's over and that's it. Like, we're not here for that. We're here for such a time as this, as God's people, because we have been born of God. And that means that we are made to overcome the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. And so there's this partnership agreement that happens between us and heaven where we recognize we recognize what God has said or what God is saying or what God is doing or what God has promised. And we take authority and we stand on what God has said, not on what the world has said, not on the lies of the enemy, not on what they say that you, you can do or can't do or whatever, but based on what God has said. And so the writer of the book of Hebrews says, let us hold fast the confession of our faith or of our hope, depending on the translation of the Bible you're using. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So what is our role? We hold fast to the confession. Now that's not getting outside of rest. That's not making it about works. It's, it's about reliance on the Father. We fully rely on, on Him, We fully rely on his finished works that what he has said, he's already accomplished it. And so we rest in the fact that he is both the author and the finisher of our faith. That he who has begun a good work in me, in you, will be faithful to bring it through to its absolute completion. And so we hold fast the confession of our faith. That word confession is, is the Greek word homologio, and it means to say the same thing as. Our confesh- we make our confession of faith. What does that mean? That we say the same thing as God. So we go back to what God has said. Some of you have promises from God from the beginning of this year or from last year or from whenever. And because the world kind of got shut down this year and because a lot of things didn't pan out the way that that you expected them to some of you have put dreams and put assignments and put promises on the back burner thinking that oh well I guess that's not for this season let me just tell you if God said it it's for this season unless he has specifically told you that it's not for this season sometimes we over spiritualize this stuff Sometimes we look at our circumstances and we allow our circumstances to define God to us instead of God defining our circumstances for us. Instead of the promises of God, the word of God, the will of God defining what's in front of us. So, what we'll do is we'll take some bad, some negative circumstances that happen and we'll say, oh, well, I guess it's not my time. Or I guess I have to wait. Or I guess I have to go back. I guess I have to retreat. I guess I have to quit. I guess I have to give up. I guess I have to try something else whatever you want to call it, as God's kids, as those who have been born to overcome the world, what we're actually supposed to do is recognize that every circumstance that goes, that's in your life right now that goes against what God has showed you, that those circumstances are the things that have to bow because they do not take precedence over the word of God, over the voice of God, over the promises of God for your life. So begin to make that shift in your mind and begin to allow God and what he's promised you to define your world, to define your circumstances. So it's not, oh, well, these are negative circumstances, so I got to retreat or I got to stop. No, it's, yeah, these are negative circumstances, but this is what God said. And so I anchor my hope, my, I anchor my faith To what God has promised. And so I walk through. I continue to confess and declare the same thing as God. God is saying this. And so even though I'm seeing something different in front of me, I'm going to choose to put my focus on what God has said. And I'm going to walk with him through this because he already knew this was coming. And he he promised me what he promised me, knowing full well that this was going to happen. What that means is that he's already looked ahead. He's already provided a solution for you to go through and to be more than a conqueror. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. It would have been great for God to just say that we're conquerors. But he didn't stop at conquerors. He said we are more than conquerors. We get to experience the fullness of what God has for us. Even in the midst of difficulty, of confusion, of calamity, of coronavirus. We get to experience the goodness of God in the midst of all of it. We are born of God and therefore born to overcome the world. So, look, I get that there's negative stuff going on, but don't resign yourself to it. Don't blame the devil for it. Don't blame the giants in the land. Don't blame even your own weaknesses and your own inabilities. Don't use those things as excuses. I get we all have weaknesses, but the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Even your own weakness is not an excuse that's good enough. Even your own weakness is not a reason for God to stop. For in our weakness, his power is perfected. Let the weak say, I am strong. I think it's time to start taking what God has said and saying, you know what? This is how I feel or this is what it looks like. But this is what God said. And what God has said trumps My weakness, what God has said trumps my inability or my insecurity or my fear or my confusion or whatever. What God has said, what God has spoken, what God has promised is the thing that will prevail. Let me just tell you, I've been throwing this word overcome around. Let me tell you what it means it means to subdue, to conquer, to prevail, to get the victory. Stop letting the devil push you around. Stop being overwhelmed by the size of your enemy and just become overwhelmed by the goodness of God. Don't allow the lies of the enemy or the circumstances in front of you to overshadow you to the point that you stop moving forward and you stop going after the plan and the purpose and the calling of God for your life. Because if you do that, you're going to just simply resign yourself to something and sell yourself short. The devil is under your feet. He has been crushed. He's been disarmed. He's been defeated. It's a really corny joke. He's got no arms and he's got no feet because he's been disarmed and he's been defeated so yeah just do whatever you want with that but you have been born of God in me Jesus says you will have peace now look peace is not just this passive thing peace is not just this thing where like there's an absence of war or whatever but the biblical definition for peace first of all is Jesus because Christ is our peace But it also means to set at one again, and it points us to the fact that wherever Christ is, remember, he's in us by way of the Holy Spirit, that wherever Christ is, there is oneness. Wherever Christ is, there is peace. Peace is a heavenly strategy that always causes you to triumph in Christ Jesus. You are not fighting for a victory. You are going through life fighting from a place of victory, from a place of rest. You're fighting from a place of authority, resting in the promises and the faithfulness of God. So my encouragement to you this week is be reminded of the promises of God Be reminded of what He's spoken to you, what He's showed you. Be reminded of His goodness, of His faithfulness. Be reminded of, of some of the promises in His Word and just stand on that. Hold fast. Cling to the confession of your faith. Don't waver in it. Don't allow the enemy. Don't give up any ground to the enemy. It's just simply not worth it because you were created for so much more. You were created for such a time as this alright well hey guys thanks again so much just for being here this week I've got some more resources available to you at simplepowermedia.com continue to share please consider subscribing if you haven't already and uh, I look forward to being back with you next time have an awesome awesome week